0: Welcome to... Hey
1: everybody, why don't you reach for your bowl of (laughs) Mixed Nuts?
0: There you go. Damn it.
1: I like it. Alright, so, uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. It's pretty exciting. This is the first one. season starts on Thursday. Uh, Man, this season feels like uh, going into it. Going into the draft, I felt like it was going to be a totally new year, and then the draft happened. And I said, "Now, nah, same as always." <laughs> there was a little bit of that, yeah.
0: So I think uh, I think the main thing we want to do with our opening season episode of uh, Mixed Nuts Yahoo spit out some uh, draft grades uh, based on the draft we had on Sunday, the teams we ended up with. So we want to uh, regrade regrade these teams based on our thoughts. Uh, so I think the plan is just run down the list of how Yahoo ranked them, the grade that they gave them. Uh, Stokes is going to be our uh, leader of these discussions. Tell us all his thoughts, and then uh, Landsork and I will uh, plug in with anything we disagree with, and then we'll each maybe give like a grade and a, maybe a chance, percentage chance they have of making the playoffs based on their team.
1: Um, I have the most experienced grading people, and just like with my junior high students, I grade people very harshly. I don't. There's not a lot of room for error. You're right or you're wrong, and usually, you're probably wrong. So I use that exact same you know approach when I was grading uh, your teams.
0: So the uh, only A that Yahoo gave out uh, went to Turning off It's Mr. Brookins. Uh, so Stokes, what are your thoughts on his team?
2: Well, let's let's say first, Eric's draft grade of A made total sense because he had an extra second, an extra fourth, he had Thielen for a keeper in the ninth, so his draft was heavily stacked.
1: Very, yes. (laughs) And surprisingly still so weak. I gave Eric a C plus. He actually ranks uh, in my rankings as the sixth best team in our league. Uh, Obviously, he's got Tom Brady and he's got a really good core of players in Thielen, Ertz, McCafferty and Gronk I think there's a ton of value in having those two tight ends, we were discussing it a minute ago that when you have those like people will get desperate for tight ends later on in the season so Eric can flip those guys or he can hold them above our heads as we're scrambling for streamers but after that Tate's fine He's he's not a bad second receiver to have, he's a good flex play obviously and I think Tevin Coleman off his bench is a good play other than that Guy's got two Tampa Bay players. Guy's got two backup, I'm mean, not backup, but the you know second and third Rams wide receivers on a run-heavy offense. He's got Jay Ajayi, who, I mean, one, I can't pronounce his name, so that makes him a you know, tool. Two, we don't know if he's going to be the guy out of that backfield. So, again, good core, not a lot of depth. So Eric's team at best, C+. I think he has a good chance of making the playoffs. I think his team will, you know, have a lot of clout, will score a lot of points on time. So I think he's got a good chance. But an A, come on. Yeah, I'd give him slightly uh, like a
0: slightly above average as far as his team goes. Uh, the wide receivers are where I think it's a little bit weak. Uh, I don't hate having the Woods and Cup because we don't know how the Rams were, – they were both actually somewhat decent last year. And if Cooks doesn't work out, I think Cooks kind of does and he is that number one guy. But if he doesn't, then maybe one of those guys steps forward and can be a consistent guy for him. But, yeah, Ronald Jones is tough. Deshaun Jackson is tough. Uh Kevin Coleman I don't hate as a potential guy who can step into your RB2 or flex spot.
2: I don't hate Coleman at 61. I don't hate Robert Woods at 58. I don't love it. I think he loses value, takes Golden Tate 34th, Tom Brady 37th, J.J. 39th. I just think with three picks in the top 40... I mean, to take those three guys, I think you could have got a lot more value for three players in the top forty, right there. Honestly, so. so I I, I'd still give him a
0: little. I think over a fifty percent chance of making the playoffs, though, with his. Team.
2: I, I would think so too. I would think oh, yeah. just with all the advantages he started with, uh, I mean, it helps. So,
0: so. Brookins, your new grade, C plus. C plus sounds about C right. C plus. Yeah. All right. Uh, second on the list was a uh, dirty Landry. And that is uh, Mr uh, Champion, Sean.
1: Don't call him Mr. Champion.
0: I mean You guys should have been addressing me that that way for three years. I, so yeah.
1: and how did we address you? <laughs> um so Sean also I don't have him ranked extremely high. I actually have him below Eric by two spots. I have him as eight overall with a C average. Um, again, don't love his wide receivers. He got got Drew Brees. Good job. His probably maybe the number one uh, running back tandem right now. Very arguable with uh, David Johnson and Kareem Hunt breathing down his neck. I like Adrian Peterson and um, the upside possibly of Chubb and maybe Mark Ingram. But I don't love his wide receivers. I don't love Alan Hearns, Meredith, Ross. I don't like his two starters. He is so weak at that position. Um, and as of right now, I see him as a pretty good team with pretty good running backs, so 50% makes the playoffs.
2: Lance well, it's tough to beat those top two running backs as a one-two punch. I yeah. mean, that's what you were saying. You want to get the two top two running backs. I guess we haven't seen Saquon play an NFL game, but, you know, Gurley's here you know. Probably the number one guy. He's hoping Ingram can be what he was last year when he comes back. Who knows? I, I, I kind of agree. I don't see a lot there other than that. I, I, I wouldn't have picked probably Landry as high as he did or Allen Robinson. Yeah, going down the other guys he picked. I, I yeah, I
0: mean, I'd it. say it's good that he took. Like some shots on some wide receivers, like late because of the two that he's starting with, they just happen to be guys that I'm not a huge fan of that yeah, I don't know with too. DJ Moore, Cameron Meredith, John Ross, Allen Hearns. Uh, so I don't know. I, th- I think I'd I'd probably give him a I'd probably give him a C I minus. Mean, give him a little less than fifty percent chance of making it because again, Drew Brees, I think. He could have a little bit of you know regression towards the mean with touchdowns, but I don't think his attempts go up. I don't think his yards go up. And with you know where he had to draft him, I think he provides the value that you drafted him at at best.
2: So I think I'd look at Sean's team just on what he drafted. Even I think Sean will do more in the during the season and waivers and Trades. get better. But I just look at what Sean did drafting uh, and. So the difference for me between him and Eric is, you look at Eric's team and he does have depth. He, because he had all those picks, he does have a lot of pretty darn good players. Yeah. It Sean has two top ten players. Eric has zero, in my opinion. Those are the guys that carry you to the playoffs. I think. So I'm going with Sean with better odds than Eric. I'll give him a. I'll give him what we gave. Eric is C plus, I'll give I'll give Sean a B minus. B minus. I Ooh. guess. Well oh. I guess he's getting credit for Gurley as his keeper, so I'll actually give him a C plus for actually drafting, but I'll say he a slightly better chance than Eric of, of making
0: it in. Got Alright, uh, next up we have bowl movement. Mr. Chapman, that was a B from uh from Yahoo. What do we think on him?
1: I'm going to have to go ahead and drop him a little bit. So we all know Yahoo has its things it likes to see. It likes to see you double up on quarterbacks, tight ends, defenses, and kickers. If you do, do those things, you have been very successful in the eyes of Yahoo. But unfortunately, that doesn't pan out to real life. Chapman, it was not your fault that you had to go to work and that you did the safe thing and did safe but stupid thing of not drafting while you were driving. But that auto draft killed you, and I had to downgrade you to an F plus. Um, it's a pretty bad team. It's you got Brown and you got Wilson, and I don't like anything else about your team.
0: So uh, I, I definitely think awesome quarterback uh, combo with Russell Wilson and Big Ben. If you're going to have two, I think you'd be fine with just Wilson. But uh, you know, whatever. Uh, the receivers, I think, solid to get started. I think Evans is still a top. 12 to 15 wide receiver, just based on volume, based on touchdown potential for him. But after that, pretty tricky. Uh, the running backs are super shallow. Collins and Lamar Miller. Well, I don't hate either of them. They're two of three running backs that he has. Uh, James White being the third. So if you come out of a draft where you need to start two wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex, and you only have four wide receivers and three running backs, I'm probably not going to love your team unless those are complete all-stars at those positions that you have. So I gave him a D-plus and about a one-in-three chance of making the playoffs, if not a little bit lower.
1: I was going to say 33% is still pretty high for me. I have him below 20%. And here's the thing, Chapman... Is notorious for sticking with the team so I almost want to kind of put I, I would like to look at like averages of his waiver moves I think he has to set a record number of waiver wire pickups this year to just be competitive
0: yeah
1: uh, or if not yeah he just has to now maybe he just waits for the free agency period but I feel like his team ting- team is going to need some tinkering
0: Lanzer any other thoughts
1: I don't know. As I think we as as we go
2: through these, I might be like Eric's team less and less. I I, I kind of like his core starters. When you actually stack them all together, even Funches as a third wide receiver, I don't think that's terrible. That's I mean, terrible he, he consistently put up numbers last year that were in line or better with wide receiver three type production, or putting him in a flex position. Uh, I don't believe DJ Moore's going immediately eat into that. I don't. Like Cam as a quarterback, but they can move the ball there. So they're getting Greg Olson back. Uh, Philadelphia defense is pretty good, I think. I don't know. I mean, I I think he's got. I think his team's pretty good. It's not great, definitely not. But I don't know about an F. I I, I would probably I am give a D plus. I'd probably give it a C minus. Very very kind of. That's, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, like I, it? I I hate drafting two defenses. I hate drafting two kickers. Listen, if we're looking at... I mean, you're you're not adding much at the end there either. I mean, I don't like any of those picks towards the end of his, but the top part, when I look at Antonio Brown and Mike Evans as my one and two wide receivers, okay, that's solid. Alec Collins and Lamar Miller, it's not great, but it's... I I mean, I think they'll both be productive out of the gate. Russell Wilson, he'll be a top wide receiver, and then you've got Fudges in your flex, or quarterback, and Kyle Rudolph as your tight end and Philadelphia as your defense. That's a pretty solid starting lineup, if you ask me. I think.
0: We didn't ask you. We okay. Did.
2: Unfortunately. Let's <laughs> see. <We'll> move on. <laughs> All right, Chad, move on. It's not that bad.
0: Uh, Bill or don't choke on it uh, came in with a B as well from Yahoo. Uh,
1: I gave. Get through my notes here. I gave Bill a C, uh, so I actually had him as the person right between Eric and Sean, uh, and he. He was really close with Eric. I I like A.J. Green this year to have a better year than he had last year. I like where he got LaShawn McCoy, but I don't like where he got Devontae Freeman. I'm a little bit nervous about having Josh Gordon as my number two receiver. I like Derrick Henry a lot, but after that, oh, Breda. I'll give him Breda as well. I like Breda coming off the bench. After that... I don't see a lot on this team I'm in love with. Uh, I think Marvin Jones, I don't know. Between him and Josh Gordon this year, you're going to be kind of going back and forth between does Josh Gordon establish himself as being that dominant player he once was? And if so, Bill's team is much, much better. If Josh Gordon pans out, his team is much, much better because if he could then plug Marvin Jones in as his flex, he's got a really good starting lineup. But if Josh Gordon is not what he was, that's a pretty big hit. So again, is it? I would put Bill probably over fifty percent to make it though.
2: I don't know. Looking at Bills compared to the ones we've looked at, I think Bills is Bills is probably got the most volatility. It's probably got the most risk to his lineup which is funny because Bill I think of as being fairly risk averse I don't see much risk in A.J. Green or Devon Freeman really but then after that I mean Josh Gordon has just oozes risk especially as a top 30 pick Uh, LaShawn McCoy for reasons we've mentioned in the other podcast that you all should fucking listen to immediately after you listen to this
0: you should have already
2: already exactly as a primer but uh, you know he's got a ton of risk for various reasons uh Derrick Henry, Jeff loves him. Once again, at that level, we talked about this before. Some of us kind of see Deion Lewis and him side by side and kind of a timeshare. And I I don't know how much body work there is. Evan Ingram's been binged up a little bit. Offense, New York doesn't. Who's it going to run around, run through, and run with? And Bill hates Eli. I'm surprised he drafted him. I don't know, Penny, Brita, they all, everybody on this list almost, I look at them, I'm like, I have questions after the top two, except maybe Cousins, Marvin Jones, I don't know.
0: I'm surprised, like, I mean, if uh, if he threw on, like, Cordero Patterson or uh, Amir Abdullah, like, he'd have, like, I feel like the man crush of each of us because he's already got Josh Gordon, he's already got yeah. Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's almost he's almost got the the mixed nuts dream team, you,
2: you know. Got Marvin Jones. I think I <sighs> Marvin Jones.
1: Well, you don't have to
2: like him for me to like him. <laughs> I think I give Bills a D. I don't like
0: it. I, I lean more towards Stokes. Uh, I think I give him. Pro, I put him around the same percentage as Brookins as well. A little bit over 50%. Because he does have some volatility, but he also has, I think, more depth with guys that maybe also have volatility, but also have upside. I look at the first four guys, Breida, Penny, Alshon Jeffrey, Marvin Jones, they're all volatile guys, but they're also all guys who could be the number one option on their team at their position. So... Uh, I think there's opportunity there
1: uh, that even if there's volatile guys, volatile guys work out sometimes. I'll tell you what, if LaShawn McCoy does not get suspended and he can play – listen, we don't like him. We don't like their offense. But if he can produce a running back two numbers and you have A.J. Green and Josh Gordon producing at wide receiver one numbers and and then Devontae Freeman, you have a good core. You have a good core there. Like we said, it all. It, there is a huge swing in. Do some of these picks pan out? So. I'll give it to Bill.
2: He had stack draft again, extra pick in a third, an extra sixth, I think, I mean, from you maybe or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he uh, he didn't pick a quarterback until the ninth round, and he didn't draft two defenses. I, I mean this is a step forward for Bill I yep. feel like so well, you know, I definitely but,
0: think one of his better uh, drafts for sure
2: yeah I sure think if if Mike still said, gave him a D I, well <laughs> well it's all F minuses <laughs> in the previous years Gordon so. plays yeah that's true in place. It is like anything. Like he could be, and like you said, McCoy and some. You know, Henry takes the lead there, and Ingram takes a step forward. He could very easily. This could be a team that that ends up in the championship, but it could also be a team that you look back and say, "Holy shit! All those guys. A lot of those guys fizzles out."
1: So, so we're looking just at teams, and I know, I'd like when we looked at Chapman, I kind of factored in the fact that Chapman doesn't do a lot of waivers now, but factoring in what we know about Bill, if he has a little volatility. Bill starts a fire sale in week yeah, like four and just I starts know. giving up on everything and saying, I'll sell everyone and get rid of this, and <laughs> just trade for next year. Who At 0 2. <laughs> exactly. At 0 2. One and one, just, maybe. He just gets up to the top of that cliff and starts. But, uh, I don't know. Just toss some shit off. Maybe, maybe every single year he makes some small progress. Yeah. See it.
0: All right. Uh, next up is Ningleberries. My own. Uh, my own squad. Uh, I want dork to uh, give his thoughts first on this one. So gave me a B, fifth ranked in the uh, in the wine mixer. Yeah,
2: Yahoo likes you, here it's darling. Um.
0: <laughs> I don't know, if fifth ranked is uh, considered a darling. <laughs> You're up there with such
2: esteemed fantasy players as Chapman, Bill, and Eric. Come I on, here's some a uh, little bit of jealousy that Yahoo likes me more than um, you guys. <laughs> I like Julio. I think I think in our draft with with what what we say like seven or eight keepers, you can pretty much yeah, think of as ahead of Julio, basically yeah. him kind of that being like a fifteenth pick or fourteenth pick. Yeah, that that's a great spot to get him at eight. I think uh, Hilton. I don't like him as much as either you guys, Cooper. I I think he could have a big year, but I think obviously there's a lot of questions with him. Doug Martin, probably your most probably Baldwin. after Jones, Doug Baldwin, yeah, probably your most. I didn't draft Martin. <laughs> <advanced. laughs> you know, aside from the recent injuries, of your most established productive wide receiver, I, I, I think. Other than Julio. In recent years, other than Julio. Okay. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. As your as your two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Cohen, man, I thought about taking him in the fifth when you took him, and I was really hoping to take him in the sixth in this draft because of return yards. He's not going to take, overtake Jordan Howard. In fact, they even talked up Jordan Howard out of the backfield. I still think Cohen gets plenty of receptions out of the backfield. I think he gets some carries too. Oh, so, and I, mean, I think they also might line him up out wide sometimes as well when Absolutely. Howard is there. But he is clear cut, I think, they a return guy. I think he gets about 100 points on the season. From returns, it really excuse yeah. him. I mean, he, last year he probably should have been a third or fourth round, second round. Pick, I mean, he, he was like the
0: like I said, he was the ten to twelfth running back last year, and that's I think they continue to use him in kickoff and returns as he was. Yeah. And if anything, I think his his role expands on the offense. But he had eight hundred and fifty five yards on a returns last year. You get a point for every fifteen yards.
2: So yeah, I think he's. He got about 80 points from return yards last yeah, year. Yeah, and he had a touchdown as he well. Also had, he also had two long touchdowns called back because of penalties. He had two touchdowns returns over 70 yards get called back. So he had 63 penalties.
0: points from returns last year. 63,
2: okay. Yeah, I think he could step that up to, yeah, closer to 100 in return yards. Uh, but here's the thing with return yards. I have drafted a few of those players. I kept them on my bench. They're often highly variable. Like a lot of games, he won't—he'll only get two or three points from the return yard, and then one game he'll have 220 return yards yeah. and a touchdown, and all of a sudden it'll be crazy. So, and sometimes that's hard to predict too. Good defenses aren't always great at like punt coverage. It doesn't always yeah. correlate. So, uh, I don't know. After that, I. I like the idea of taking a stab at a lot of running backs, especially when you have somebody like Kamara and somebody like Cohen you think you can put in there as like a money ball pick. You you know, you took a stab at a lot of names in running back that I think you have a good chance, but I don't see a lot of names that you know are going to give you decent production there. Uh, Randall Cobb, the word out of Green Bay was that he was one of the last players on the whole entire team past the chopping block that he almost got cut from that team. Yeah. I've know. i I've always liked the guy, and you think there's openings there in Green Bay, but that makes you question if he really is like in line for production. I don't know. It's good. It's a good draft. I think you'll do well, and you'll do well in waivers and trades and shit like that. I, I'd probably give you a better chance than the rest of these guys just because I'd probably give you the benefit. Now, I think your wide receivers as a whole, while I may have questions about them, probably the best – Core in the league of top wide receivers. So, and then you get Kamar for 15th.
0: Is, is that an A, Mike? I'll give it a B.
2: I'll give it a B minus. <laughs> B minus. Come on. Well, yeah, it's it's better because you got Kamar in the 15th. But that's really sure. last year's draft, the right? I mean, you're what? Well, it's probably a B plus team, <clears throat> but a B minus draft because Kamar. You get Kamar in the 15th. The old
1: cheater. So I was looking less at. I was looking at a team to start the season less than the draft. I, I get where you're going. At. But who did you give a C-plus to? Me? No, he gave a B-minus to. Did you give a C-plus to? He gave a, a B-minus
0: to Bill. Or no, he gave a, a C-plus C. to Eric. Yeah, a D to Bill. You gave
1: a C-plus to Eric, and I don't see their two teams. Well, no, you you kind of scaled back, I guess. Who was the second one we did? Chavin? Uh, you gave a better – you gave a great – Sean grade, or Chapman. You gave like Chapman's Chapman, grade to be slightly below Nick's, and that is insane. But I don't I like did luck. That? I I don't she like luck, that? obviously, but Mike's already hit the big thing, which is to have your four receivers, your number one receiver be a definite number one receiver, and of all three of your second receivers be pretty good candidates to be wide receiver two. That's pretty good to have. Uh, To pair it with Kamara, I'm not as high on Cohen, mostly because of the thing Mike said. When you have a player, like, I don't like looking at the end of the year what you produced, because if you have a player that is that boomer bust player that is very, very volatile, you cannot guarantee that you're going to have him in the week you need to have him in, especially with something like return yards, because that's completely impossible to plan for. Um, Unless unless you see that this team is giving up a lot of return yards, maybe later in the season that has value. Um, I like the carry-on Johnson pick. I think that gives you a little bit of backup value because I think he'll be the one in Detroit that ends up panning out a little bit. Trey Burton, is he has upside, but like any tight end, I don't think he's anyone that's going to be a foundation of your team. I don't like Lynch. I don't like Michelle. I don't like Cobb. But again, you're talking, like we said earlier, talking about the very tail end of your group that I finally say I'm not loving. Oh, my God. But grudgingly, I gave Nick the the best starting team in the league. I gave him a B plus because no one gets
0: an A. hope you guys don't plan on me being as nice with your
2: teams. <laughs> no, you don't I, have to be. I'm but totally I
0: will, like, you, you guys were there right after this draft, right away. I This is, I think, the best I felt about a team of mine coming out of one of these. And obviously Kamara in the 15th is a big, a big part of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Hung, the Saigon Slingers. Yahoo dropped him down to a B minus.
1: What was it? B B minus? Yeah. Yeah. That's just above where I am. I am at a C plus. I am fifth just ahead of Eric. Uh, When I looked at Hung's team, uh, I think he's got two pretty good tight ends, but again, I, I don't love Jordan Reed mostly because I I have this misconception about him that he's. Hurt. He doesn't have Jordan Reed. Who does he have? He has he's got Olson. Walker. He's got Olsen and Walker. Oh, that's right. Olsen. Olsen. That's Olson's right. Kevin. Olsen's getting old, but I'll tell you what, you can be an old and productive tight end because all you have to do is catch a lot of balls and catch a few touchdowns. Like, that's what you're asking. And I think Cam hurt last year not having Greg Olson. I think it's one of the reasons Funches had good numbers. I don't I don't love any of the receivers there. So I think Greg Olson is a good, safe pick every single week to have a high floor and play well for And again, him. between Olson and Walker,
0: if one of those guys has hit their age wall and is going to suck, I think at least one of them is the consistent probably can start him every week and they're gonna finish with top ten tight end numbers. Yeah. Just based on the role they play in their offense. Two
2: top two picks in the top eight rounds. Oh, I'm
0: not loving it, that he took
2: it, both of them. He's not getting one of the elite ones. Yeah, like yeah I think the, he's safe. Yeah, brutal. I
0: think he's still gonna if he's gonna be safe at tight end, I'd think he probably missed out by taking both of them as well.
1: Yeah. Um I I obviously like his number one receiver with Thomas. I don't like Watkins. I don't really look any of his receivers after that. I, I mean, Edelman's, again, I like Edelman coming off the bench in week four, but by week four he might be 0-4. And um, Robbie Anderson, I don't know, maybe. I don't like Parker. Uh, I don't like his Gio Bernard pick. So his bench, I'm not in love with. I, both of his starting running backs, it's kind of like we said with, um, I think, Alex's team, or no, who did we say earlier that had uh, Collins and someone else? like He's got two running backs, but I don't love that either of them are oh, yeah.
0: one. Uh Chapman. Yeah, Chapman.
1: So I mean, I guess Howard and I'm higher bad.
0: on Lewis than you guys, I think. So yeah. i think I'm higher on Howard than you guys as well. I
1: like Howard. I don't know, yeah,
2: I don't, I I don't dislike Howard. There when you can you can definitely add like seven or eight picks that are kept oh ahead of him. Uh that's, you know, mid twenties. Yeah, I think Howard's value there probably. The only other Problem is another spot I see where he picked that I think there's actual real value is probably Chris Thompson at 91 and then Julian Edelman at 102. Probably probably pretty decent value when he gets back, but could be. Uh, I mean, you know, even as keeper Robbie Anderson down there in 13, that's probably some value, but it's not outrageous value. It's not like he got. It's not like he was probably going in the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. I don't think. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I think Edelman and Anderson could both be later in the season guys that help out his receiving core. Uh, my pretty much my summary on his team was it's not there's not a lot of flashy names on it, but I think it's a team that's gonna have a chance every week at winning their matchup. I think Uh, it's the
2: least of any of them we've looked at.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, I gave him a C plus just over a fifty percent chance of uh, of making the playoffs. I had him ahead of I'll
2: give it a D. I
0: think we've we've been on the same page more than (laughs) uh, more than Lansdorf. Yeah. All right. Uh, next That's up. Good
2: to have some disagreement, Alex.
0: Yeah, on that regular podcast. This one doesn't fucking matter, okay? It
1: matters. <laughs> <Not> More. <laughs> <but this> <laughs> people. Build him up a little bit. All right, uh, for Alex, Alex. They gave him a B minus as well, which is pretty close to what I had him. I had Alex as a actually. I brought him up a little bit since talking with Nick. Uh, I have him at a C minus. Yeah. I have him as my ninth <laughs> overall. Um, Pretty much with Alex, I like his starting wide receivers. Uh, I like his first one. It, it's kind of like with a lot of guys we talked about. I like Alex's core. I like the core of his team a lot. Um, obviously with Watson, Hill, Allen, and Cook, I think that is a really solid core every single week. I think Hill takes a little bit of a step back this year, but I still think he's a very good. If he's going to be your number two behind Allen, I'm not really high on Peyton Barber because I'm not high on any Tampa Bay player. Jimmy Graham, until Aaron Rodgers shows any penchant for throwing to tight ends, I'm not going to trust that he'll even be as good as he was last year. I look at his bench, and quite honestly, I like Garcon and Eifert the best, which isn't saying a lot. I mean, Doxon, Stills, Mac Powell, none of those guys are anyone I'd really want to be seeing on my team. Eifert, if he's healthy, could be a touchdown in the red zone guy. Garcon has, I think, a decent floor. But other than that, I don't really see anything on his team that's backing up that core, so I don't love it going forward.
2: Even Crowder, who's like in line to be his flex, pretty much. I mean, I had him in a 16-team league and wasn't starting him and eventually cut him last year. So, he struggled
0: like, with some injuries last year as well. I
2: guess. Um, probably, too. I, mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd say
0: the core, yes, totally agree with but I am a little more optimistic on okay to fill to fill in his second running back spot between Barber Powell and Mac. I think at different points Gross. in the season Gross. he's got someone who can fill that spot Gross. Between, That's disgusting.
2: between Crowder Garcon. Crowder's your third wide receiver, and you're telling me you have to fill your number two running back with those guys? No, I'm not. I'm out. I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, I agree. I love Tyree Kill in this league. I'll tell you why because if. He's in a game. You start him. He's in that game where they just can't hardly find a way to get him on reverse or get him in a pass. They didn't do it a lot last year, but they'll throw him in at returning. They're, yep. they're going to make sure he. I mean, he's listed as a punt one way or another. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I, I, like, I
0: was really hoping to get Hill where I got Ty yeah, and with in the Mahomes second round.
2: Being able to just launch the ball as far down the field as possible and let him run under it, I think that's going to be a. That's but yeah, but crowd
0: between Crowder, Garcon, and Stills, I think. There's a chance one of them turns out to be a decent flex. So, again, not my favorite team, but I think I'm a little more optimistic on him being able to fill the gaps based on the depth that he has on his bench. I don't love taking Eifert when you already have Graham uh, and Doxon. I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of, but other than that, I think he's got a pretty decent team. most of
2: the players on his team <laughs> –
0: I listened two that I don't nice. like. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I I don't know. I, I have trouble taking a hard stance on a lot of these teams. I think there's a lot that kind of fall in the middle, where it's around. Ra- I give them around a fifty-fifty chance, if not a little higher or lower. And the Alex's team falls right in there. All right. Uh, so that was. We're now in the bottom half. We were already in the bottom half. Alex was the seventh, according to uh, Yahoo. Bitchel Turd biscuit, uh, which I still give Mike Credit one of the better names, uh, but they gave him a C plus.
1: Um, I dropped Mike below this. Um, actually, I saw Mike almost directly after our draft, and he was very sad faced about his draft. Um, I give Mike a solid D. This a dick. A solid dick. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette looked good. I like Smith Schuster a lot, but he's Mike's best receiver. I mean his best receiver, I think, by far, because I think he's much better than Crabtree and Shepherd. I actually would probably put Shepard as his number two, which is not great. Not and I look at his bench, Clement is the only person on his entire bench. <laughs> That I'd really want to be holding on to I know Godwin's gotten a lot of like Ooh, he looks like he could be pretty good mm-hmm. I don't trust their number one wide receiver And he was, a couple years ago, a stud Yeah, certainly don't no trust an up-and-comer
0: I guess I think so. Benjamin, the first four guys Benjamin, Clement, Godwin, and Miller I think are all certainly worth guys Holding on to and seeing what happens They have some opportunity Benjamin, yes, Calvin Benjamin Yeah You think he's a drop? You think he should be dropped for someone that's on waivers right now?
2: Maybe not drop, but I think he's tough to. If you're thinking about starting him, I think it's
1: a tough start. I think if I saw someone again in week one that I thought looked like he had any promise going forward, I wouldn't hesitate to drop Kelvin. But now, again, I don't know. Maybe maybe it changes, but.
0: I don't know I'd say maybe that His starting two Running backs Might be the Second strongest Third Who are Who's the First and second
1: Number one Sean Number two is me
0: What's your First two Uh
1: David Johnson And Kareem Okay Yeah okay Third Alright
0: But really good Starting couple Running backs But yeah Even You like Juju I don't really like Juju Crabtree I don't like him either Uh Sterling Shepard I'm I'm optimistic on but optimistic based on where he's being drafted not necessarily compared and you to know what?
2: i kind of like kittle but i think that's like more his ceiling draft spot than his floor
0: you know what i mean so he's on i think he's on the border of like he might just have to stream that position like you know there's those top like seven or so guys that it's like if you take them yeah you can probably just hold on to them and they'll probably be consistent enough and beyond that, it's like, yeah, you probably just got to play the matchup and who's on the waivers. Kittle's probably right in that line where he might not even have him on his roster in a couple weeks here because right. he might have to pick somebody else up to play based on their matchup. Yeah, I, I don't, Anthony I don't Miller, like, I don't like ever. Anthony Steve.
2: Miller's going to have opportunity, and they like him a lot there in Chicago. He could be a breakout candidate. Here's the question with Mike, though. I mean, rookie wide receivers are almost never productive in the first few games, not really productive. So will he have the patience, maybe because he's a homer, it's a Bears player. Yeah. Uh, Will he have the patience to, like, wait it out? Will he even be able to afford it with this team, or will he have to go out and try to get people? And then at that point, do you pick up – do you get somebody else's keeper next year that you've drafted that they pick up in, like, week eight when he breaks out? They're like, oh, sweet, I got this guy for next year. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so I (sighs) – I put Ebers' team slightly above Chapman's. Yeah, me too. That's I think where I'd place him.
1: And you would have well below because you love Chapman's team. We love I'd definitely it below it Chapman's team.
2: I definitely don't like his as well as Chapman's at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd have his below Chapman's. I would. I I'd give. I'd give him a C minus.
0: Is there is there teams that you like his better than that we've gone over so far?
2: Yeah, Bill's. Okay. Uh, who was the other one? There was another
1: one. I you, you kept going down on Eric's. By which I mean below.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he kept going down on it. All right. Uh, Dax disappointments. Uh, Kevin's team uh, was given a C.
1: Um, I have Kevin ranked a little bit higher. I have him at a C plus right below that kind of next level. I, I like – where he got Philip Rivers. I like Devontae Adams. I think he will be a top five, six receiver this year. I like Hogan to start the season. We've talked about that. And maybe, you know, Kevin in those first week, here's the thing. Kevin also is not big on waivers, not big on those. He's not huge on following those things. Yeah. Um. The thing with Melvin Gordon and Kenyon Drake is in the beginning of the season, they should produce. But I don't know if anyone is super confident that either one will. So I oh, am. Okay, so good, Ningle, you are. So I'm Melvin Gordon. Not you're not. Gonna, so I'm not. kidding Drake. Uh, see, I even see more kind of optimism in Drake. Like Gordon will be there, will be part of that offense.
0: I think Drake has a higher ceiling to be a playmaker. But Gordon, Gordon was like the number four, number five running back last year. So like, is. Drake Ceiling, the number one
1: running back or top three running back? No. No, I, I don't know. So, again, something about Gordon makes me not trust him. And again, that's Maybe why...
2: it's I, is like 2.9 career yards per carry. That's like false, but... 3.2 or something like one that. Of the I reasons think it's closer to 4. I, one of the reasons
1: why I boosted Kevin up is while he is not incredibly deep at any position, he does have some value. Like, I like Goodwin, I like Sanders I really like his wide receivers Um, I like, I kind of like Cole from Jacksonville I, and again as his third running back, I like Carson in Seattle, so I while I don't think at either position he is incredibly deep, I think at both of them he's got some pretty good players, he can afford to go with some injuries, he can afford to play a hot hand and see who's doing well and for that I gave him a C plus and he was really fringing on that B minus level
0: I gave him a C 45% chance of making the playoffs I think I really like his wide receiver depth, Uh, I like his quarterback I think he benefited from waiting on Rivers uh, because he was able to get some of those receivers, Um, but after, uh, like I mentioned to you Jeff, but uh, his running backs I really like Melvin Gordon we've we've had a disagreement on him, but that's fine I like him a lot, but if uh drake gets stuck in kind of a committee which i think is whether or not what the percentage is there's definitely a better chance that I think he gets stuck in a committee than someone like gordon if chris carson starts to lose touches to rashad penny the first round pick that they you know took last year that hurts him quite a bit and if both of those things manage to happen his next his second running back is now Devonte booker that is not a good place to be in so uh But I do like some of his other pieces. I don't like his tight ends, but as long as he's willing to be flexible there and maybe stream if he has to, if both of those guys don't work out, uh, I think he can make it work. But, again, he's not the most active on waivers. So, uh, yeah, C, 45% chance.
2: I think he really reached at that 42nd pick. He took Sanders. Hogan. 48th, he took Emmanuel Sanders. Both of those are reaches, in my opinion. Most people probably think Chris Carson fifty five is a reach. I don't. I, I think I think Rashad Penny's uh, at this point about light years away from Chris Carson, the word out of Seattle from the get in camp is that pretty much Carson was winning the job, was clearly the best back, and there's been nothing coming out of there
0: well. The, the other so. pieces is the Seattle O line such. Probably is going to be horrible. Yeah. So is the is the starting job there valuable and I, and I've got Carson in another league of mine, so I you know am hopeful that there can be value there. But
1: I, th- I think there's value to your running back if you have a receiver or if you have a, a quarterback like Russell Wilson because he forces linebackers to have to think. So even if they only use his run as a diversion, yeah, he never actually has designed run plays or maybe not never, but very rarely. It, it opens just a little bit more, and it maybe allows them and his mobility and and the fact that they can do those kind of junky things with the lines maybe allows for a little bit more of maybe you're not traditional running for Carson, but through other means, him getting that production. Yeah,
2: I think Keelan Cole could be a huge pick at one fourteen. Yeah, I mean, potentially. I, I mean, he you know as a rookie, he put up seven hundred and forty eight yards last year. He
0: had a really solid uh, end of the season, I think.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I just think I think he could be. I think he could be really valuable there, um, which could maybe make up. I, I don't know that Hogan will have a ton of value once Edelman comes back, and that's really high to take him. Manuel Sanders, I I actually thought he was kind of undervalued as late as he was going, but at forty-eight, that, yeah. I think that's pretty freaking high for him. I don't know, I. I even though I don't like Melvin Gordon or Drake, I still think this team's probably pretty decent, especially Chris Carson back there as your number three. If Jordan Reed can be healthy at all, he can be a top. You know, we've said Phillip Rivers can put up numbers. I think uh, I think Marquise Goodson, you know, was a good one. We'll see. He's got potential. I, I'd give this one of the better grades probably so far. Okay. See. We'll we'll call it a B minus, C plus. All
0: right, we are down to the uh, bottom of the barrel here. We got the bottom three. Yahoo hates these teams. Uh, First, we got the Dirty Diabetic, our newcomer,
1: Jenny. Um, We gave her a C. Do you want to start? Because she's your wife. You start. Oh.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, guys, I just have to tell you, when you're thinking about being mean, saying something nasty about your wife. Just remember, elephants never forget. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Special.
1: <laughs> um, I I wasn't far off when they give Jenny a C. Yeah. I thought that was nice of him. I gave her a D plus. Um, there are certain things about Jenny's team that I don't hate. I like her starting, to. I like Beckham and Lockett. Um, I think Mixon has the possibility of being very good. Obviously, I think Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. Um, Not obviously. Well, I think I've said it in the past. So, if, if okay, I think Kelsey is the best tight end in the league right now. Um, and I like she has Cooks coming off her bench, so I think she has three pretty solid receivers. But other than that, I... I don't like Thomas that much. Uh, I don't like Burkhead as your number two receiver, and I think she took Burkhead. back, too, running back. Yeah, sorry, running back. And she took Burkhead sixth round, which is actually later than I thought she took him. I don't like Amendola. I don't like Murray. I'm lukewarm on her other players. Does she have Crowder? No, she didn't have Crowder. She has Crowell. No. Um Crowell is one of those players who I'm lukewarm. I I thought he was a very good running back for Cleveland, but now that he goes to the Jets, I wonder if he's going to be their number one guy there and he's going to be the kind of player he was in Cleveland. Um, Matthews is a player I think he has a decent floor but not a high ceiling. So I look at her team and I just don't see enough star power, enough of those big names to be able to carry her team to kind of big wins this season. So I kind of are coming in Kind of low right now. So if Lockett stays healthy, if we had, I wish we had our board.
2: I'll write it down. Lockett will be a top twelve. Yep, top twelve, top fifteen. Yeah, Yeah, top fifteen, top fifteen, bare minimum. Uh, If he stays healthy, I mean, he does all their punt and kick returns, and now plans to feature somewhat as like the second. He's always been a third, fourth option, and as a wide receiver. Brandon Marshall. Uh, Yeah sure the but, they, resurgence. but but i don't think he's in trouble <laughs> drop him of, jenny pick up random losing his return yards at all and he does both uh and is involved in the offense pretty well and then i i i've been all over the map on demarius thomas you know he basically went into denver with them in quarterback purgatory quarterback hell he got Peyton Manning for two years, and then Peyton Manning divulged into quarterback, wet noodle arm, can't throw the ball, hell. And then they got fucking Brock Osweiler and, and Te- Ke- Trevor Simeon and a whole group of trash. And so now he had this great receiver, and then I saw Courtland Sutton make Josh Norman look like a fool like four times in a preseason game, and I was like, man now I'm rethinking Demarius Thomas like that he is on the wrong side like he is in his 30s now and he is just like it's like well maybe it's time maybe the torch is getting passed and 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 there just might not be enough to make him a true number one I don't know I'd be terrified to have Joe Mixon as my number one running back and then Burkhead as my number two that's absolutely terrifying I like the upside of Crowell, especially at, like, 93. Uh, as I said he's got more before, he's got more career rushing yards than, than Carlos Hyde, uh, which most people would probably think is better. I think I, Crowell suffers from being on the Browns. I think he's a decent running back, but most people don't think of him that way because he's been on the Browns.
1: So now he's going to suffer by being on the Jets. <laughs> yes, yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. So he sucks. And like yeah, I some
0: said, would say the – Now that they've gotten rid of him and the other moves they've made, the Browns' offense is now probably better than the (laughs) Jets' offense.
2: So Jenny's end of her draft is completely opposite of the way I do end of drafts. Her end of the draft are all, like, somewhat veteran players that are, like, backups or, like, you know are going to be this good but not super, you know, they're going to be somewhat good but they're never going to be... All-star players: Latavius Murray, Danny Amendola. Not all-star, but they're never going to be elite. Amendola.
1: They're never going to be weekly starters. Murray, for Rashard
2: Matthews. Yeah, exactly. And I'd rather take a stab at. You know, a second-year player, a third-year rookie, whatever, somebody. Even, like, Connor, who's a handcuff that you know is could possibly be a, a league changer yeah. down that low. I don't like those. They're, I know it's safer. Uh, but, yeah, unless Cook goes down, Murray's got, to me, almost no value. But some people so. think he does. So, and I,
0: this wasn't one of the teams I was looking at when we first set this up, so I'm looking now. I actually see a decent amount of similarities between Jenny's team and my own. The differences that I see at quarterback, I think a little more safety, but not as much upside with Stafford versus Luck. The wide receiving core, though, with... Beckham, Lockett, Cooks, and Thomas. I might like mine a little bit more, but saying like you have four pretty solid, like good wide receivers to start your team off, pretty similar to mine. The running backs, I like mine way more uh, compared to Joe Mixon and Burkhead. But I like Burkhead a little bit more than you guys. I think he I think he provides value there. And her tight end, Kelsey, is better than uh what's face, uh, Burton that I have. Yeah. Um, I think the my wide receivers and running backs, I think, being better as groups than hers, I think makes the difference there, but uh, and also I think I like my bench more, because I, I don't love a lot of the... I don't love Crowell, I don't love Matthews. Latavius Murray, I do think he could maybe not value, but I think he takes more away from Cook than, than maybe we're thinking on a, on a week-to-week basis, because uh, even just like the goal line work, if he takes goal line work away from Cook... That's huge. If Cook, you know Cook going in the first round, early second round for the most part. I know we, yeah.
1: It's huge for hurting Cook, but is it huge for having Murray as? And that's player? what I was kind of
0: going for. Is yeah, I, you're right. I think unless Cook gets hurt, he probably doesn't have enough value. But maybe he's the kind of guy if he's getting goal line work that, in a pinch, if she needs somebody as her running back too, you put him in hoping that he scores a touchdown or two that week. And they're a good enough offense that I think they have probably a decent amount of scoring opportunities
1: I think the big upside for Jenny is that she is um, competitive and we are all not all of us Nick's being a little bit more complimentary um, but with us being not so polite with her team I'm sure she is someone that will be active in looking for players and things like that of course she's a mom none of us are moms (laughs) Huge downside,
0: but yeah, I yeah, Mixon. I agree. I don't love Mixon as a uh, definitely as the number one running back. It's tough. What?
1: No, sorry, no, I'm on yeah. next, right?
0: What? Oh yeah, yeah, Stokes. Right, are
1: we gonna keep talking about Jenny forever? or Get onto the important people.
0: <laughs> so second to last, we got a couple. We got You, got, double, you guys can go first, got, and then I'll defend myself. We always. got double B's to end uh, to end our uh, discussion here. So we got Rodney's bachelor party. Our uh, silver medalist from last year, second place, first loser, uh, Stokes. They gave him a D. What do you think, Dork?
1: I give it an F. No. Can't bring me down, guys. Um, I mean, you team. got to keep hunting
2: with your third. Like you said, your running backs, those two, they might be the best combo in the DJ
0: league. DJ, Kareem Hunt. And then
2: Freeman... Uh, you know, depending on how that situation continues to unfold in Denver. But could be could be a, a fearsome top three.
0: I think your team name I, should be DJ Cunt.
2: I don't like Diggs as much as you do. I don't like Fuller as much as you do. I clearly don't like Njoku as much as you do. And probably don't even like David Duke Johnson as much as you do. I, no, Aguilar's probably an okay pick. I don't know. I, I'd give you, I think... I mean the the last three picks you draft are like probably total garbage. <laughs> uh, Traquan Smith is probably the best, but uh, the best of those three, uh, yeah, Dez. I mean Dez and DD, you probably could
1: just drop whatever. No, I've already dropped uh, DD because I had to pick up a kicker. Yeah. Um, and Dez is probably next on my chopping block.
0: You I dropped DD Westbrook,
1: yeah, above Dez
0: and Traquan. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah, listen. I, you know what, Nick? I, I'll wait. I'll defend Trae Kwan later. I,
2: I'd rather have Javits Steve. No. Go for
1: it. I don't care.
2: No, I think your top two guys are so strong that it really is going to help you a lot. Uh, you know, and, I mean, you still have Matt Ryan at quarterback, which is solid. Almost everybody has a good quarterback. Uh, and I actually think Nichoku will have a good season. So, yeah, I think you definitely probably have a playoff team there. I mean, I think if I can hunt David Johnson, it should be able to almost single-handedly
0: get you there. So I think I put you right in the pack of that group that I was talking about. Uh, obviously, DJ Kunt. Good start. I've talked to Freeman a bit. I think he's going to be solid. So, running backs in a very good spot. Diggs, I think, has a lot of upside, but also has been very injury-prone. So, there's just some risk there in a position where I think you're weaker. Uh, risk is a little tougher to swallow. Agalor, kind of similar. Uh, not necessarily the injury piece, but just what his role is going to be, how much volume he's going to get. If Ertz is the main guy, and they also have Jeffrey back healthy, and they also have who did they just bring in? Mike Wallace. Are you bringing Maybe, him up? He is still alive. I just heard
2: his name on the radio.
0: Yeah, I mean, serious. Yeah, I mean, he, he, as he other did. as other pieces in that offense, I think there's a lot of mouths to feed, and if Foles is at the at the helm for any length of time. I don't know how much he's able to do. So I, your wide receivers, I'm not in love there's with Gallup. I like as a late a lot of
1: mouths to feed, including Mike Wallace. I'm not going to completely... You should, but go on. Shut him out of the conversation. You should. All right, we'll see. for years.
0: We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Matt Ryan. I like David Njoku. Um, I think Njoku's kind of on that line as well of the stream or maybe what you said last week I think might as well stream you might end up in that boat that you're having to kind of just pick up the red guy that week which I think is fine for tight end could be similar for Matt Ryan at your quarterback position but uh, yeah love your starting running backs don't love your bench a whole lot other than maybe Michael Gallup for Uh, his opportunity I think
1: okay so one I think that to look at my bench and say Michael Gallup's the best one there is, is hey. Not the best one there, but. <laughs> so, obviously, I agree with you 100%. When I went into this draft and I said, all right, my keeper's cream hunt. I'm getting Duke Johnson with my first pick. David Johnson. Why not? <laughs> no, no. sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm already thinking in my head how I'm going to defend the Duke Johnson pick. Okay. So, David Johnson with my first pick. My My angle in this draft is heavy on running back. Worry about wide receiver later, which is going back to why I took Royce Freeman over. Um, who'd you pick up, the veteran? Uh, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. I was looking there and said, while Fitzgerald is a really good wide receiver, too, I would like to have on my team right now, I'm doubling, I, I'm going heavy on the running back. So I, I stuck with that, and here's why I love how my strategy panned out Duke Johnson does not have injury history at all. Dude, he never gets hurt. Okay. And he produces every single game because the Browns are behind every single game, which means he's the only r- running back in usually in the fourth quarter. I don't even care if we end up if the Browns end up being a better offense where they're playing from ahead. Then Duke Johnson is not that valuable to me. I don't see that happening with okay. them. I don't see them vaulting suddenly to be this team that's that's you know running the clock sure. out in the end. I think Duke Johnson has, Johnson has value. As that stream plug-in guy, when you need him, and I don't. And yeah, your running and backs him. aren't your running backs aren't my worry. Exactly. I don't, yeah. So I'm not worried about. It. However, Aaron Jones, I think, is someone that later on in the season could be a running back sitting on my bench or Royce Freeman that someone else really, really wants. Sure. Because, maybe from San so great mate There. Now, yeah. So I'm looking at my team and I'm looking at going forward and I'm saying, okay, who do I have? Who can I flip? If I need it, you're right. Wide receivers, weak positions, specifically looking at starters. I was not crazy about taking Stefan Diggs with that second pick when I was looking at everyone else who was available to me, unless I wanted to reach for someone who was close to a round later because I had no third, I had no fourth. You Do no se- you have a second round pick? Stefan Diggs at the end of the second round oh, okay. was my second round pick. So I have no third because it's Kareem Hunt. I have no fourth, and I'm looking at who do I have here. I landed on Stefan Diggs because... I believe their offense is going to be fairly potent. They play in the Dome. He's a Dome guy. Injury risk aside, which we're not going to put into it, I think he will be a good second wide receiver to have. Maybe not the one I want in number one. So then I started taking stabs, like we said. Will Fuller, when he was in with Deshaun Watson last year, was incredibly productive. Will he be that productive? Probably not. Maybe somewhere. But I'm not worried if he's going to be my number two wide receiver. Aguilar, I don't know if they have another receiver. All of the people you mentioned, no one there makes me worried or at least even say, like, oh, they have that guy? Ertz or Jeffrey? Ertz. Ertz. Other than Ertz. Jeffrey does, at this point, other than being injured, I don't know what Jeffrey is. I mean, he's not the guy he was in Chicago. So I'm not worried about him being there, number one. I look at Gallup and I see a guy who has a probably, if the offense starts going, a really good floor, definitely someone that I could plug in later. Des Bryant's the one pick that I really kind of looked at and said, as soon as I picked him, I go, what a Bill thing to do. Even in the <laughs> second to last pick, what a, like, I didn't love it, but I've talked myself into it and in saying, unless someone, if someone blows up in week one or two, I have no problem cutting Des and picking him up. Yeah. But if no one does, and in that time he gets picked up by a team and ends up being a featured part, hey, sweet, I got him for a 14th round pick. Trey kwan I believe he has the possibility of being the breakout rookie-wide receiver of this year. He might not be. A chance, sure. He might be, but he is in an offense that likes to spread the ball around, and, th- and for a speedy slot receiver who is never going to see double cover, they're going to have to pack the box worrying about uh, Kamara. They're going to have to— w- 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 huh? They're going to have to worry about Michael Thomas. And the things that Michael Thomas can do make him, because he's so fast and he can stretch a field, but he's so big and he can, like, I think there's just, they're waiting for a second receiver there that can be huge. And I don't think they have it in the guys they have in Ginn and Meredith. So I think Tracon smith could, at the end of this year, be extreme, am I going to say he's like top 10? No. But I can see him being a top 24 pick. Hmm. And someone that I am extremely happy to have as, If I need a flex or even a wide receiver too, so that's my value or that's my evaluation. I gave myself a B. I didn't have a a fourth and a sixth round pick, so fuck (laughs) y'all.
0: Hey, I think considering the missed picks, that's fair, man. And again, you obviously like the guys that you took late, or else you wouldn't have taken them for the opportunity they have. But a lot of the guys we talked about on your bench, especially those receivers, it's a lot of it's a lot of ifs. As far point, as,
1: but didn't we just say, isn't it better to take a guy that has a lot of ifs and upsides sure. than someone that has, like, sure. I know yeah. he'll get me four catches and 30 yards? Yeah, I agree. I sure. Agree.
2: And, I, and I think you have, yeah. Yeah, you have some good bats. I mean, I think.
1: But do I think it's a little
0: excessive to say that maybe Traquan Trey, Trey, Smith would end up as a top 20 wide receiver? Maybe a little bit. Maybe top, I don't know, 36 or something? Maybe. But, I don't know, that, that seems like a big jump with a guy like Michael Thomas and Kamara on that offense. But, yeah, obviously you like the guys that you took. That's why you took them. But uh, I put you – I give you
1: a big old – I scene, can't believe you I, I'm sorry I, You know what I, I can't believe it Because you guys are Jealous <laughs> Of my past success In this league And I want—I know you want me to fail So oh, it doesn't I, surprise me I took the high road I gave you guys Honest fair grades <laughs> And I gave I looked at your team I'm giving, you honest, I'm giving you, you honest just, feedback you I'm giving you Honest feedback I'm giving you Come me. up on me and I think Landsberg Was pretty Pretty yeah. positive actually I yeah, like, actually, like a my B head. Minus B yeah. That's like sorry. the best I've no, Actually I don't even care About the grade The fact that you're like I kind of have you In the mix with those Other teams that was the thing that really had my ass. <laughs> if you would have said everything else except that line, I would have been like, that's yeah, fine." But as soon as you're like, "I have you right in the mix with like Eric what you mean, and Bill," no, fuck yourself. You're, miss,
0: you're missing a you're missing a fourth and a six, just like you said. Like it would have to be you're about to have some really good people fall to you. I feel like, and like or the perfect picks like that I love that to to get above that sea range, because you're already starting behind the behind the gun a little bit. So to be in the pack, I
1: don't like how you come at me,
0: bro. All right, that's fine. I told <laughs> I told you not to expect me to be as nice. Petty, a jealous. It's not petty. I didn't expect
1: it's that. <laughs> I thought you could be fair and me and not just like a schoolgirl.
0: I mean, I told you the stuff that I liked on your team. Unbelievable. And there's a lot of stuff that I like. Just some stuff that I don't. All right, so. let's get
1: to Mike. I gotta go home and yeah, and sleep this rage off.
0: Holy, f- it's 11:40. All right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Landstar your Team. Yeah, you got a D. Your last. Oh,
1: yeah. So Mike had the last team. Let me get to it really quickly. i just looking at it. That shit. I gave Mike the third uh, rank in our league. So because I'm fair and because I think the three of us probably pay the most attention. Surprise, surprise. I thought the three of us had start the season with the best teams. Maybe not had the best drafts, but start the te- season with the team that I would want. Uh, and Mike's, quite honestly, his was really, really close. One thing I looked at, obviously, was um, your two wide receivers are great uh, in Hopkins and Davis. Um, the running back situation on your team makes me a little nervous with Hyde, with Morris, with I, I know, hey, Eckler, I, if he pans out, then you're the smart one, and you suddenly have a much stronger team, but right now, exactly. Um uh, Howard doesn't instill a lot of confidence. But your receivers, Hopkins, Davis, Fitzgerald, and then to be able to have as your fourth Williams and Galladay, who I know you guys think he has a ton of upside, and we haven't yet talked about your boy who you can't shut up about, Cortland Sutton. Like, you are extremely deep at receiver. And, again, can you flip the – you're very, very active in trading and switching and this and that and the other. So, of everyone, I think probably your team is going to look the most different in four weeks or five weeks. But – I think it's pretty good to start the year, minus the running back, which is a weakness.
0: Yeah, I think all my notes are pretty similar. Uh, Here's Carlos. Don't know if he's going to hold that all year. The starting role uh, with the San Francisco situation, I just think it's a total toss-up at this point. And Brita, I think, is the guy that Shanahan likes. So if I had to put my money on one of those two guys, I'd probably put it on Brita. Um, and then Eckler, yeah, I, I think he's going to be an afterthought in that in that backfield for the most part. Um, but yeah, you you do like to take a lot of shots at young wide receivers. You got a pretty good history of hitting on some of those. So uh, if I had to pick one of yours, that probably will probably would be Cortland Court, Sutton, Mike Williams, as we talked about. I'm not so high on Calvin Ridley. It's just tough to see without without like a Julio injury of him taking a huge uh, huge role, getting really big numbers. Um, but, again, your wide receivers, I think, are really good. Zeke is really good. Obviously, I like Mahomes. You're probably going to be playing the tight end streaming game most of the year, which is fine. You're active enough to do that. So, uh, put you at a C-plus over, over, over an average chance of making the playoffs. Oh, I
2: will.
1: For the championship. I can't believe this fucking <laughs> horseshit. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nick, I'm ne- I can't believe Nick over there with his. I'm giving bad grades, I'm being judgmental, but holier than thou fucking horseshit. What's holier than thou? Oh. I
2: was missing some right, kicks. I, I, I am okay, pretty talk. happy with let's how my team turned out. Team. <laughs> right, you know
1: what? Some of them pan out. Your Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton is going to be your downfall because your Homer picks are going to make you want to stick with those two turds. You know what? Cohen blows out his knee. Okay. Before the, he he goes out there, tries to do, I don't know, something. Fuck you, Nick. He's gonna try and do something. All right.